scripture scholars, you can't take, uh, you can't do a whole lot with some of them, uh, but they try to explain that uh, this Magnificat that we have, and I know you're so familiar with it, and, and I believe even our, our laity in the back are probably familiar. I know Josh is definitely. It's something we pray every day with at uh, evening prayer. But they try to point out that it's, it probably wasn't Mary that prayed it, but rather Elizabeth, because, you know, it, it, there's echoes of Hannah's song that we heard in our psalm response today. Uh, there, there's echoes there, and I, I keep reflecting, no. Luke would have recorded, it would have been beautiful had Elizabeth prayed it, but there's something even more beautiful about the Blessed Mother praying it. Hannah breaks out in this song that the Lord has, has freed her from the, the curse of being barren. And if you remember that story, she was praying and Eli the priest caught her praying. She was praying without speaking anything and she thought he thought she was drunk. Go home, woman, and she tells the whole story. He says, well, by this time next year, you will have a son. And she gives uh, Eli back and gives Samuel to Eli to take care of, to raise. It's, it's kind of funny, I have to admit, that she wanted a son, then gave him up at the age of four. That seems a little odd. But she was so pleased that God had lifted her shame and so pleased that this child became a gift to God. And, of course, we know what happens uh, with, with Samuel. And yes, while it's true that Elizabeth would have shared more, Elizabeth herself having the curse of being barren, and think about how we've changed so much, so now people think uh, having a child sometimes is a curse. Uh, but we, we know, as those of us who are uh, deeply involved in our faith, know that that is not true. Every child is a blessing. But Elizabeth, how she too, might have prayed and longed for a son or a child to lift that curse of being barren. Uh, instead of uh, Elizabeth receiving a message that she was going to conceive, of course, it was Zechariah. And we know uh, about that. And Zechariah saying, at this time, now, and he struck mute. Yes, it would have been beautiful had Elizabeth prayed this. But there's something more beautiful about the Blessed Mother because she is not one who is barren, but one who has willingly uh, given her life to a, to a life of, of chastity, of celibacy. She had committed her life to being a virgin. And there she is with the unborn Lord in her womb. Uh, Elizabeth's child, John, recognizing Jesus in the womb, and Mary breaking forth in this song. And so often, if we don't understand what true humility is, we might say, well, and every once in a while we'll get into this too, it, it's, it sounds rather prideful. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices God, my Savior. He's looked with favor on his lowly servant. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. That seems rather prideful. If, if one of us said it, it would be prideful. But it's not pride if it's true. It's not pride and so the Blessed Mother recognizing, and notice what she does, and I know you know this well, but in the whole prayer, she keeps pointing to the Lord. He's the one that's done this to me, for me. He's the one. He's the one. It's not her, but him. It's not her, but his grace. It's not her, but his life in her. She keeps pointing towards that, the beauty 
And she points to a, a motherhood that's deeper than a physical motherhood. She points to a reality that's bigger than just simply God reverse, reversing the fortunes of this natural world, but how in her son, God is turning the whole world to a supernatural way. It begins with her. And because she points that way, we do prove all generations calling her blessed. This generation calls her blessed yet because we understand she was not boasting, but magnifying the Lord. She was using, being used by God in a, in a good and holy way to point to something bigger. The same is true for us. How are we magnifying the Lord this day? We don't, uh, again, we won't go out and say, all generations will call me blessed. But how are we pointing to the Lord, saying, this is what the Lord is doing in my life. Look at the beauty that he is doing. How are we leading others to a deeper relationship with Christ? While it's beautiful that Elizabeth could have prayed this, maybe, it's more beautiful that the Blessed Mother prayed it. Because it's all about God. That God can do, make even virgins who are willing bear fruit. The, the Virgin Mother bears fruit, and that fruit is shared with us.